Now batting for the sports animal. Your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on-deck circle, Robert Buck D. Gibson. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. It's Tuesday. Albuquerque, welcome to the program. That's a pretty good little intro. Good, you're switching it up. No, you know what that means? What you know happened? what that what happened? means? Uh-oh. Yeah. Just you okay? I was just doing Everything little, okay? So I was doing a little stuff. Something to talk about? No, I was giving you a little pump and fink. I'm into uh, basketball now. I'm into basketball now. Sweet. Yeah, I got to that point. Basketball season. Robert, are you into basketball now? Or are you... Wait, hmm? wait. Which one? College? No. No one should be into college basketball. Okay. I was, that's what I was going to say. That was a dumb question. It's too early to be into college basketball. Way early. <laughs> um, I'm dabbling in the NBA. Not too much. I'm still all into NFL. Yeah, no one should. Just put your Give me there. Christmas Day. Okay. The all you can star, have it. There you go. The all-star break and the playoffs. Yes, everyone else too. Yes. I, yeah, duh. I'm a man of the people. So you just I know it pushes the meter. Van, you're just basically telling us anytime you talk basketball and it's not one of those three occasions, you have no clue what you're talking about? Well, you know, as a <laughs> as a, a consummate <laughs> professional, Robert, let me tell you, I do my research. There you go. Name three Los Angeles Lakers. Besides the big three? Oh, look at Dang. that. Look at Dang, that. son. I can bring it. Pat Riley. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Mark Matson. <laughs> hey, you really identify with Mark Matson. The actor? Nope. Oh, man. No. It's a Pulp Fiction <laughs> reference, Robert. I, I heard him. Yeah. Okay. We there. We there. Hey, how about these new mics? Well, yeah, you, I was going to tell you, no, man, you no. might have to move yours because your face is yeah, kind of blocked. It's almost like you don't have it figured out. Yeah, Shoot. your face is blocked. Find us on the social media. We've got the live stream up at TalkABQ on the Facebook or the wherever. But click on the click on the deal. We're there. We're doing the program. Get into the chat. The chat is always good. Let me see what time we're off air today, boys. Okay. New mics really pick up that ruffling sound. Thank yeah. you. 530. So, we're off air at 530 today. Glad you let me know. UNM is at New Mexico State <laughs> University. That's basketball. Do a do we sound better back there to you, Robert? Yeah, yeah do, we do. Do we sound taller? Yes. Yeah. Do yes. I sound taller? No. More handsome. Definitely not. It doesn't matter who we are. What matters is our plan. How does that sound? Does that sound it, good? Yeah, that, sound, hey, that was good. Yeah, Did it sound, sound good? Dark, it sounded a little dark. That yeah, was good. yeah, it was like a dark night. A little dark night. Thank, thank you. You doing all those voices is the bane. Of my existence. For real? Mm. Okay. Some of them are the okay. same, though, mm-hmm. if you don't notice. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. very aware. <laughs> I'm very aware. That Freddy's a real joker. From the live chat, <laughs> nice singing voice on Saturday, Buck. Ooh. What is that about? What do we, hey, hey, hey. What do we not know about? Hey, I told you. I, I tore it up Saturday. I, I did, uh, I did uh, my set, and I used music. What is that? What does that mean? I used music in my comedy set. Also, with this new microphone, I cannot do that move where I have my head very far away yeah. and then lo- slowly bleed into it Mm-mm. like a passing train because it's too good. Yeah, the mic's you too know quality. the passing train move where you go, mm-hmm. like that's what I normally do in radio. 
cannot anymore. What'd you sing, Robert? What's up? You, you, uh, you got like some skills we don't know about? Songs you have no clue about. I yeah. mean, help your yeah. boy out. Like, okay. okay, for example, <laughs> he has no clue. Okay, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna throw out. Do you I, know, Sugar do you, Hill Gang. No, that's they don't even sing. And they're not a real gang. No. <laughs> uh, I got one. Jokes, jams, jokes to the jams. Okay. The jam, oh, jam, I got jokes. one. I got one that is universal. Very universal to Albuquerque. Wonderwall. Suavemente. Oh. What is that? See, I told you. Mm-hmm. Why are we having this discussion, Van? Br- hey, Brandon beat you to it. He saw this coming. Yep. I, and I used. From the texter, Brandon Ortega. Yeah. Called out his look, jokes. <laughs> look. JD said, I just knew one song. Uh, <laughs> that's my dude. Friend of the show, JD. Yeah, he was there. Thanks for coming out, JD. We're regularly on the same page. I, I, Van, I think. Uh, Fred would know zero songs. I just told you I knew the first one. What was it? <clears throat> you said you didn't. Suavemente? When you walk out, what's your, what is your walk-up music when uh, you walk out on stage? It depends on the event, the crowd. Saturday night. I'm at. talking specifically Where about Where was the, it? Uh, no, what was your walk-out music? Uh, what was it? It was Imperial Deathmark. Standing by the Gap Band. By the what? See, strong. Strong you work. See, you can't, why are we having strong this discussion? Strong work. Why are we having this Why discussion? would a clothing line have a band? Oh man! <laughs> oh no! It's is uh, it is it, are all the a, instruments in it string? Oh man! It's obviously this is bad. <laughs> it's obviously a cover band dedicated to Michael Strahan. Fred, <laughs> is that what it is? Yeah, it's the Gap Band. The Gap Band. Yeah, okay, and man. Aaron Judge, some guy Charlie Wilson. <laughs> I don't know. Charles Charles Wilson. Charlie, who played Wilson. for the Raiders. Just looking up his career real mm. quick. Whose career? Charles Wilson. Why? Charlie Wilson, the lead singer of the Gap Band. Isn't Charlie Wilson like JFK's Secretary of State? That's Charlie Wilson's war. Uh-huh. It was a two- <laughs> that's a that's so funny. I'm very familiar with that. The 2007 drama documentary uh, with Tom Hanks. Mm-hmm. I believe also is it Philip Seymour Hoffman was in that. Was. He's excellent. Was R.I.P. Rest in power. Also, what was that girl's name that was in Pretty Woman? She was in that. You should watch Charlie Wilson's War. By the way, if is it is it a military movie? It's like adjacent. Yeah. Uh, you know how I feel about those. I'll check it out. Though. I don't like the over celebratory ones. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I don't like yeah. the Tyler Haneke versions yeah. of war movies. <laughs> You know that Tyler Heineke he really reminds me of? Oh God. <laughs> that was a theme all oh, night. <laughs> oh, I beat that I beat that to death last night. We're at Howie's Sports Page last night, which by the way, if you missed us on Monday night, Thursday night hey. bonus. We're doing a little bonus one because we were promised glizzies. So it's <laughs> Thursday night, Green Bay Packers are playing the Tennessee Titans of Nashville. And that will be a very good one. So go and see that one with the boys at Howie's. But last night we're watching the one where the Eagles, who are eight and one, look to me is a game of the year. <laughs> I know that's a dated reference all the way from yesterday, but easily the game of the year. It's a very good. It's a very good reference because it was the game of the year. It was the game of the year yesterday. There were first of all, the Eagles would be undefeated if Gardner Minshew was the quarterback. I need to go on the record with that. Agreed. Okay. Yeah. Secondly, though, for like the last three years, for the last how long is. Uh, Gardner been in the league. Whatever team that yes. Gardner has been on, mm-hmm. that team would be undefeated. 
Here's my thing. I didn't know that ESPN hated Carson Wentz. I had no clue. Every sideline shot is like yeah. sad Carson Wentz. Yeah. yeah. Like his team wins against his old team, and he's sad for some reason. Like the whole thing is them just throwing shade at Carson. Does Nick Foles work for ESPN, and I don't know this, and there's some sort of like oppo Carson Wentz Watch him dissolve to death on the sideline, <laughs> even though his team is winning narrative in the NFL that is important to the viewer. I'll tell you what, Fred. I'm there for every second of it, though. <laughs> <laughs> give me give me all that wow. you got. <laughs> why is that, Van? Why? Well, I'll tell you why. Because he's the opposite of Cooper Rush. That's, Cooper oh Rush is an absolute legend in this game, and he would also lead the Eagles to an undefeated record. But my boy Carson Wentz, I thought he was going to be the first ginger Super Bowl winning quarterback, and then his career has fallen off since then. So now that's why I put all my hope and love in Cooper Rush. Hmm. Long story short. The shorter version of the story is everyone sucks. hates Carson Wentz. <laughs> that's true. I don't know why he seems so, so nice. I don't get it. I, I think I he love him so now. Nice. He's so nice. Like, it You're... sucks that he was in Philadelphia and then he got hurt. Did, was he undefeated when he got hurt in Philadelphia? That year that they won the I, deal? I want to say he was because he, I believe he was the MVP, uh, number one. Yeah, they were like. Number one person for the MVP. They too. were like 10-0 and 0 or like 12-0 yeah. and 0 or something. And then he gets hurt. Nick Foles comes in, loses a game to the sorry Raiders. And then they end up like going to the playoffs, winning the whole thing. And they're like, hey, you can't have your job back. And he's like, what? <laughs> huh? And then they, because this is how bad his psyche's messed up. Then they draft Jalen Hurts. They run him out of town. He has a cup of coffee in Indianapolis, which, by the way, doesn't seem to be the most organized franchise in the history of sports. You don't say. Hmm. And then he goes to what doesn't seem to be the most organized franchise in the history of sports. <laughs> Starts one game. Whenever they played the Eagles this year, didn't he take 10 sacks? I'm not joking. He took like 10 sacks. They just beat the crap out of him. Tyler Heidenke comes in. Taylor, Tyler, Travis. Sure. He comes in. And now he ain't going to get his job back again. It's whole his whole life is secular deja vu. He just needs to grow out that beard, wear a chain, and he could be the new Ryan Fitzpatrick. Nah, Fitz, Fitzpatrick is actually good. And Gosh. I think he won games with the Eagles and with the Guardians. You're correct. He yeah. did. Mm -hmm. He did. That's yeah. what I'm saying. ESPN hates Carson Wentz. Washington tried to give the keys to the Porsche to Fitz Magic. He was finally going to be a starter. Yeah, and then RG above three showed up, and then he got hurt the first no, game. No, he got hurt. He got hurt he the first play, game. Yeah, the Chargers. Yeah, who, who they put in game. for him? Not RG three. Someone else? No, RG three was way. He was gone. Oh, he was gone. It was um, Kevin Cobb. It was literally two years ago. It was Heineke, wasn't it? It was Heineke. Yeah, and Heineke was a dude who like held a clipboard in the XFL. Like, had, a, like, a steady job lined up selling playground equipment in Indiana, and his wife was like, you got to do this. We need insurance. Blah, blah, blah. And he was like, one more time, babe. One last run. She's like the anti-Giselle is what you're saying? Yeah. yeah. Get out there and do something. Hey, by Bizarro the way, Giselle. if one more verified Twitter account tells me oh that Giselle and Pete Davidson are dating, I'm going to lose it. Actually, <laughs> actually, Pete is dating someone, and she might look better than Giselle. Give me d drop a name. I have to find it, but I did see it earlier today. I'm gonna find it before the day's over. I'm looking this up. Yeah, mm -hmm. 
Yeah. And and he Oh, yeah. Emily Ratajkowski? Yeah. Aaron Rodgers Oh, Yeah. Whoa, Pete. Yeah. Pete putting in work. Yeah. Hey, Pete is catching up with Jeter fast. I, I think he surpassed Jeter only because Ooh. he's not Jeter. Ah, good point. He's not Jeter. He shouldn't be doing what he's doing. This man is a menace. Okay, and, so I'm learning who this is right now. I didn't know who this was until mm-hmm. right now. She's a stunner. Yeah. She's universally gorgeous. Okay, the three of us on the count of three, and it's only a yes or no answer on the count of three. Ready? Mm-hmm. One, two, three. Is Pete Davidson handsome? Yes. He's a mystery. He's got mystery face. Guys. Nah. You're like you see, every- no, see, you're going the wrong way with this, Fred. Give it to me. It's not about being handsome for us. It's about having that personality and having that being able to make him laugh and all that stuff. That's what it's about. So and it's a at, trick. And that's what he's riding. You're, talk, you're talking when, about snake oil. Yeah. <laughs> if you can make them laugh until their eyes are watery and they really can't see what you look like, you're in there. She Ooh, was in Gone Girl? <laughs> okay. She was in movies? She's been in movies. <laughs> <laughs> Something called Lying and Stealing? I think she's more known for internet searches yeah, oh, than being in movies. Yeah. She's the Robin Thicke girl. From, uh, from Blurred Lines. Blurred Lines. Yes. Okay, I do yeah. know who this is. That oh. man's undefeated. Pete Davidson has done something that I low-key have also done, but on a much more regional level, where it's if you constantly date out of your league, then the next person that you approach thinks that they are in that league mm. that you've constantly dated out of. Smart. That, that's why you leave old photos up on social media and stuff. Mm. So whenever they creep you, they're like, oh, that brunette before me? Oh, that blonde girl before me? Oh, that 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 beautiful southwestern tone, maybe Mediterranean, maybe whatever thing before me. Okay. Shh, don't tell my secrets. Hey, you're knowing. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yep, exactly. Because your boy does this. Yep. If we're opening up the playbook right now, always <laughs> dance with the grandma at weddings. First. Yes. 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 It's a go-to move. Every time. Aww. I think that's the first thing we bonded over. What? Me and you, Fred. Knowing how to crash weddings? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. We have similar hobbies and interests. Neither of them are sports. <laughs> yeah, the, the listeners know. <laughs> this girl used to go with Brad Pitt. And also, is Pete Davidson just looking at the internet and being like, all right, who broke up today? Of course he is. No, I think it's the other way around. That people are breaking up for him? They are looking at him to see when he's single. He's the dude, man. He's got that glow. He's like the gateway to a happy, healthy relationship. Yeah. He's like the guy you date before yeah, you yeah. have a real relationship. You get all that out your system. Oh, he's exactly. like, yeah. So he and is. Let me tell you why I know this because I am also that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Pete w- Davidson. Women are so happy when they leave me. I've seen it. Yeah. Dude, Not- I have a rich history of women being super happy. After they break up with me. Not just relationships, though, like like leaving a room. Yes. I have been in situations where you are stopped next to someone at a red light. They will speed off immediately when it goes green. They want to oh. be nowhere near you. Yeah, I'm like, are you trying to race me, or are you just getting away from me as are, fast as possible? Are they trying to race your Prius? <laughs> Is that the question? It happens a lot. <laughs> that, that crosses your mind? Also, how is Pete Davidson to Beautiful Ladies of Hollywood, which is the I Will Fix You Forever? Mm-hmm. The exact same thing as Carson Wentz at the quarterback position because right. every backup quarterback that goes there becomes the dude. Yes. Don't matter. Taylor Heineke, Heineke, Heineken, 
Tyler Heineken. I need to put some respect on his name. He beat the Gardner Minshewless Philadelphia Eagles last night. Pretty okay accomplishment. Setting up quarterbacks for success. <laughs> Where we get back? More NFL talk. Also, Major League Baseball has given out some postseason, postseason, after season award. Postseason is playoffs. They've been up their yearly awards, including Rookie of the Year and Manager of the Year. Should, it won't come out while we're on broadcast, so we actually won't get that one. We'll get that one tomorrow. But also, we'll do that. Uh, the Los Angeles Rams suck. We'll hit that. Do you guys want me to even breach this Trump's big announcement thing or just let this go? We'll let that go. Lobos talk a little bit, and then however we fill out the program up until 530. It's two men on live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker <laughs> Legacy Studio. We're powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. Play on Team I-9. Start our days at the YMCA Central New Mexico. Lunch Boys is over at the 6-6 Diner. You know, that's a fact. And the weekend, that's where New Mexico's vodka, Teller Vodka. Don't forget on Thursday night, the boys are at Howie Sports page as the Packers take on the Tennessee Stoked. Titans since 95.9 FM and AM 610. The sports animal. I get that. I get that there are no new ideas. Like, I get that everything's stolen. Like, I get all that. I will never... I get it. Is this is this Tyler Heineke thing like a work on the airplane? Did you guys see this? Yeah. Be original. Just Jack and Kirk Cousins style. Just be original. What did Kirk Cousins do? The exact same thing he did. Kirk Cousins did it, and then Patrick Peterson. I want to. Was it Patrick Peterson did it as well? The after the win against the Bills. The Bills weren't undefeated. They had two losses. Like what were they celebrating? Like the thing <laughs> they were supposed to do. <laughs> That's loser mentality. Uh, Look, Kirk Cousins finally does something good. Well, in his entire career, and then immediately someone has to steal it. It's unfair. Is there a punchline there? Loser, no. No, loser mentality is celebrating being 5-5. Five and five. At least Minnesota's in first place. Mm. They, are they, they're in the wild card right now? Who? No team in the NFC right, East has a losing right, record? They're number two. Vikings, right. Vikings will be second seed if playoffs started right now. The Washington Guardians oh, Washington. are 5-5, and five, right? Right. Mm-hmm. And they're in the wild card, right? Are they? I haven't even looked at they're the They're on the hunt if they're not. Has to be because the NFC is not that great. All right, Robert, we kind of go to this card a lot. I'm going to go to it here. Yeah. You're a black guy. Thanks for noticing. Okay. It's not the first thing I noticed. Mm-hmm. It's the first thing a lot of people at Howie's notice. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that place is a zoo without cages. <laughs> hey, last night. Mm. Funniest halftime drawing of all time with Robert. <laughs> so for the friends so of the show. Good. So good. A lot of our friends of the show are at Howie's. Yeah. Not all of them are. So we do these drawings. If you're there, you can win like swag and stuff, right? It's it's we bring stuff. There's yeah. like there's uh t shirts, hats, whatever, all kinds of stuff. Free glizzies. So Robert pulls a fitty fitty ticket. Mm-hmm. And then Robert <laughs> Calls the name of someone at Howie's, and then she gets up, like, and she's doing, like, the Price is Right, Come On Down. Yeah. Bottom lip quiver. And then as soon as Robert <laughs> as soon as soon Robert sees her get up, Robert hits her with the what? Did not win the prize. <laughs> the real winner is. <laughs> There's hey, probably a, she, what's the real name? How many people are at Howie's last night? Not to put someone on blast, but she was actually kind of with us. 
sitting no, at she, our no, she table. Works. She's in front of the show. In, she in, is. She, in front there. of everyone. Yes. She's there every Monday. Yeah, for sure. And I, I just know how they complain about never winning anything. Yes. I was like, let me just cheer up for two seconds. Nope. It was not two full <laughs> seconds. Also, there's probably real number, 50 people, maybe more there. Yeah. Maybe. They all were laughing at her. Mm. <laughs> now, are they laughing at you telling the joke? Are they laughing at her taking the joke? By the way. It doesn't matter. doesn't matter. Everyone was a pro in that one yeah, moment. Sure. It was a great sport about it, too. It was a great sport. She I, knows me. When did... And I don't know how to say this without sounding like low-key, borderline weird, okay? Yeah. When did the brothers on the team making the nerdy quarterback look like Hood mm-hmm. become like a running gag in the NFL? When did this become a thing, Robert? Kirk Cousins? I'm trying to think, has this happened before? Heine, it's happened twice in a row now. Well, I'm saying before now. They're not doing it on their own. They're not like... Because hey, they don't have the drip. That's what I'm saying. It's like... It's like whenever in a teen angst movie, whenever the cool kids yeah. of 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 coolness find a nerd and they're like, We're gonna make you cool. That's what this is. <laughs> like he's he's low key being bullied. You know who I think what they're really doing? They're making fun of Joe Burrow. Mm. Hold up. That's what they're doing. They're just not talking about it. There's an extra layer in this onion. That's what they're doing. I didn't see that. Joe Burrow's got the real drip. And I think they're kind of making fun of him. And honestly, this has been happening. Brothers have been trying to make the dorky white guy go over for decades now. Have they? Is that true? This is not new. No, it's this not. is not new. No. But in the NFL, like on a plane with everyone's jewelry, that is new. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why Joe Burrow gets a lot of pregame hype because of what he wears. Because I haven't seen that before. Are we not? Are we, are we all by choice forgetting about Ryan Fitzpatrick? Well, no one made him. No one no. made him go over. He did it on his own. He did it on his own. But he that just was, had that swag. That, that was just him. Yeah. You know, a playbook he was stealing from. Joe Namath, Doctor of Thugonomics. Cena, <laughs> mm. John Cena. <laughs> hey, those mics are real good. <laughs> <laughs> also, a little bit. It's this, right? Like. Kirk Cousins out in front. He's like he's like a he's like an actual leader in the NFL. He's like the captain of a football team. He's a starting quarterback. And then Tyler Heineke. This makes perfect sense. Like you're like a number two guy. Like you're doing what's been done. Like you're just you're literally just filling shoes that already exist. Wasn't he on the plane reading a book when they did this to him? He was just sitting down. Like he didn't even look like he was a part of the team. Oh yeah, he's like Van. He he's never in, had a Bud Light or a, a, a Bush Light, not one time. He was like in coach. They had to go find him. When's the last time you had a Bush Light? Real answer. First off, when I got my twenty three and Me results back, yes. <laughs> like the fourth biggest uh, indicator was Bush Light. Like exactly Bush Light. They're like you're probably of Irish descent. Okay. You probably have high cholesterol in your forties. And uh, you definitely drink Bush Light. So, yes, of course I drink Bush okay. Light. I'm just saying, I think you drinking Bush Light doesn't win over an NFL locker room the way that Tyler Heineke does. 100%. Yeah. I have a handlebar mustache. Of course I drink Bush Light. <laughs> to me, so am I wrong on Bush Light? Because to me, Bush Light is like day at the lake fishing. Correct. Mm. What? You are not that. No. You've never no, fished see, in your no, life. No, okay. I don't okay. see that. Super false. But... You know the hipsters, they always just steal whatever the hotness is 
for, in this scenario, hillbillies. So, like, okay, Midwest, it's PBR. In the South, it's Bush Light. Bush Light is from St. Louis. <laughs> they don't. They drink Bud Light in St. Louis, and they ship the garbage Bush Light to the South. It's 100% true. Yes, it's true. That's why they don't have Bush Light commercials. Now I'm thinking about it. I drank a lot of Rainier when I went to college, and that was in Washington, and that totally tracks. Mm -hmm. Everything you're saying is tracking. You know what's the evolution of this quarterback with the drip on the plane, right? He's got to go to the barbershop. He's got to get that haircut. He's got to get the edge up. He's got to get the lines in his head, designs. That's next. You've never been more damn right in your whole life. (laughs) How... Does Taylor or Tyler Heineke have the hairline for it? You can make one. You don't need it. <laughs> you can ah, make it. It's Taylor. All right, so according to the internet. I don't know. He's got one of them high foreheads like me. It might take a bit. There's a crappy regional beer in the South called Lone Star. Have you guys had this? I've heard of it. Mm-hmm. I've seen the can, but I've never had it. Lone Star. And then there's another one. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't think you're going to get a Spaceballs reference today, did you? <laughs> no. Yeah, so I guess Lone Star is the southern one. Also, yeah, that's Texas. That's Texas. Yeah, Texas. Al- also, apparently Keystone is popular in the South. I'm not Keith fam- Stone? I'm not familiar with that one. I've heard of Keystone, never had it. Uh, that was a, a big uh, high school, early 20s one for me, because Keystone Light was the cheapest beer well, you're for fr- a while. You're from, like, Texas, kind of, being from Carlsbad. Correct. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's Wester, Texas is what Carlsbad is. The Beast, that's on there. Did you guys have the Beast growing up? Milwaukee's Best? So Milwaukee's Best was that where I grew up. Yeah? Yeah, that was the Beast. Wait, I got to look at these cans. Milwaukee's Best Ice? Yeah. That one. Yeah. That one is bad. That one is very bad and very bad for you. Wait, what do you mean by that? Shout out to Ishtar, Natty Light. Look, Natty Light's the standard. Okay, that's a good one. Yeah. Natty Light is just Bud Light without commercials. Mm-hmm. It's the taste of the exact same, and it's like a quarter of the price, mm-hmm. or three quarters of the price. I think mine is also seasonal too, because during the summer, you got pumpkin spice bush light. No, Bud Light Lime. <laughs> I mess with Bud Light Lime during the summer. Yeah, Tecate with yeah. a fresh lime Tecate is night and day better than any kind of flavored beer. It's just not. It's not right. It's unholy. Do not put fake citrus in your beer. No, do what you are about. Like I'm like I'm not gonna tell anyone not to do it, but if you're gonna do it, the Bud Light ones are the better ones. They are. They do it right. They do it right. Yeah. Hmm. Doesn't taste like lime to me. No, I agree, but I don't know if it's supposed to. It's... It tastes like something, but it's good. Yeah. <laughs> Like, the only reason I think that orange candy tastes like orange candy is because I know what orange candy tastes like. Mm-hmm. Right. Not because it's orange. No, it doesn't taste like orange. Yeah. No. The only candy that tastes like what it's supposed to is lemon. And no one wants lemon candy. Yeah, that's whack. Every other flavor of candy is just what the color tastes like, not what the fruit tastes like. I, for some reason, also have a big line of DNA separation. Between Coors Light and Coors, I for wait, some wait, reason. Wait, why do you say it like that? Like what? Coors, 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 Coors. Where's that? It? Where'd the U come from? Is that not correct? Coors, <laughs> Coors Light. K H O U R E S. Yeah, Coors, Coors, Coors. <laughs> it starts with a C, you idiots. 
Coors. Yeah, what do you what do you use uh, to we put the fruit and vegetable on for a, a shish kebab? What is that? Shewers. Shewers. <laughs> <laughs> but I think Coors is very good, and I think Coors Light is very not. And I know they're like that's like Budweiser to Bud Light. It's the mm-hmm. same, right? Only time I drink that is at a Rockies game or a banquet. It's a very good answer because mm-hmm. it's the banquet beer. <laughs> Why are so many of your references '90s commercials? Because uh, that's uh, that's, all we know. that's before the brain damage. <laughs> I thought you were going to say before TiVo, and I was like, oh, "Okay, that actually no, 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 no. that tracks." No. We're going to go to break right now, Robert, and, yeah. we're, and during that break, Van's going to say, "Do you remember that little Caesar's commercial where the kid grabs a slice of pizza and he stretches the cheese throughout the house, and then he lets go of it and knocks that guy's toupee off?" And I'm just going to go along with it. I'm trying to think of it, too. This is your brain on eggs. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Where's the <Yeah>. beef? <laughs> like, the micro machine guy? That's how that's oh, all yeah. I know. There we go. Avoid the noise. Yeah. We're talking real commercials from my childhood. What's that? We got to go. California Raisins. Straight to Mattress Mac. Okay, today's <laughs> I-9 Varsity, okay? Oh, man. Ooh, I-9 Varsity with childhood commercials. Yeah, right. now we're talking. I like this a lot. All right. Tuning on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Team. From the live uh, texter, I guess. Friend of the show, Joe. The 1967 Armor hot dog commercials. Hot dogs. Armor hot dogs. They're the things kids like to eat. No one. Is that is that them? Is that yep. the Flintstones? Yep. It's the Flintstones. It's the song. same song. Okay. I had no idea. There you go. I'm a big fan of a lot of those old ones, like movie yeah. theater ones. Oh, the dancing popcorn stuff? Oh, I'm into that. Yes, those are good. For years, I did a show in St. Louis, Missouri for years called Going Over. And in and out of our breaks, we would do the old Saturday morning cartoon, uh, After These Messages. We'll be right back. Oh, I thought Classic. Was, thought it was pretty yeah. clever. Yep. Van and I sat down today on the Going Oppo podcast, which is different than the Going Over radio show. They're two different words. Yeah, noticing the theme in my oh. professional life. We sat with Bob Nightingale earlier today, talked about some awards and Rookie of the Year and voting and all that stuff. And it's fun because that's a baseball-centric program where we um, enjoy that. What we didn't talk about was Bob Nightingale explaining on Twitter how Yasiel Puig Made 899 sports bets in a nine, in a three month period. Whoa, that's a lot of bets. That's way more than Pete Rose. Way more than Mookie. Oh man, just let that simmer. Yeah, just let, let it marinate. Sit right there. Way more than Mookie. You didn't have to say it again. Ellipsis bets. <laughs> way way more than M- Mookie. Come on, guys. You too? We're sitting right no. here. <laughs> we can both hear you very well. You're in our ears. We yeah. have headphones on. And we see you. We heard you. So the United States Attorney Martin Estrada is, is um, going to get some felony charges against old Yasiel, and he's going he's gonna to plead guilty. Ooh. Uh, he's going to plead guilty for <clears throat> lying to federal agents. And there will be a further investigation into illegal and gambling, an illegal gambling operation. Boys, he's not just doing this under a pseudo at the Caesars. 
he's doing this with dudes you shouldn't be doing this mm-hmm. with. That's sweet. That's that makes it actually cool. What? What is a Korea? What? what is nah. What is Korea's extradition policy, by the way? Can you just like North or South? Yeah, it depends <laughs> on the, yeah, depends on the region where he works in the South. Robert's like Korea, the country or the war. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. He's looking at a maximum of five years. This don't sound too bad, but a fine of fifty-five thousand dollars. How much did he make off all these bets? Is fifty-five worth it? Historically, do you guys know a lot of people who make money off bets? Like, there's the one guy in Houston, and then who else? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no one. Because he wins enough for everyone. There's a really good uh, HBO documentary nice. on sports gambling. Sure. And there's, like, people who do it for a living, and they have, like, a normal career, make, like, high two, low three, I mean, high five, low six-figure incomes. What are you talking about? Yeah, people who just place bets. Like, are, you, are you talking about, like, sex in the city and I'm not getting a reference here? I don't get the reference of your reference. You said HBO, so I thought I thought you were leaning into, like, I thought no, you were it's a documentary. About, oh, I thought you were going to tell me about Westworld or something, and I was like, what? No. Well, they do documentaries, too. Okay. It's not just dragons and... and Stand-up comedy? And loose ladies in Manhattan. There's a lot more but, than that. Okay. First of all, they weren't loose. They were empowered. I want you to be very clear on that. Okay. Well, I mean, we have our own adjectives here. That's... <laughs> so Puig catches a $55,000 fine. And does he have to leave Korea? I don't know. I'm about to find out. If he does leave... What do you do? You just go and sit in jail? He's only 31. I wouldn't go back until I was after, like, I'd play like 10 more years. Also, I would maybe never go back to the United States. Maybe never. I'm not even really, he can't go back to Cuba, though. He kind of burns bridges, y'all. Friend of the show, Paul, with us? Yes, sir. Paul, welcome to the program. How are you? Hey, I'm doing really well, guys. I just wanted to say, first of all, it, it brings me great pleasure knowing. I mean, I, t- I called you guys last week and said sure if did. I was wrong. That would go and wash all your vehicles for you. <laughs> but I predicted that the command, the commanders, would beat the Eagles. Did call that? And not only did. did they beat him, they they went ahead and they exposed him to the world. But the topic I wanted to get on is my my beloved Raiders. I, you know, I'm a Bay Area guy. I, uh, you know, went to the games as a kid, and and to see what we've been reduced to, the culture's completely done. It's over. There that that that. The intimidation factor, that home field advantage, everything's gone. It's no longer there. I'm tired of Andy Dalton part two, Derek, Derek Carr being our quarterback. Boom. It's time for him to move on. <laughs> um, our defense is atrocious, probably the worst in the NFL right now. But at the same time, I feel McDaniels needs a second chance. He, let's give this guy a shot for once. Let a coach try to build something there besides Gruden and Mayock. We all knew that was going to be a disaster, but McDaniels seems to know what he's doing. And, and I, you know, I, I know everybody's ripping him right now. But I feel let's give him another year and see how things work out. But in the meantime, time to clean house, especially with Derek Carr. He needs to go immediately. Derek Carr is one of those middle-of-the-road guys who, like, they're hard to replace. How do you do better than Derek Carr when you know Rodgers, Brady, Mahomes, Allen, uh, Allen, you and think, Jackson? You think you know, these hard, guys aren't going to be available. He's a hard 15 is what you're saying? Yeah. I saw, yeah. A, stat, I saw a stat today. He's, he's Kirk Cousins and eyeliner. The stat I saw today said he hasn't <laughs> thrown three touchdowns in a game for over 700 days. That's crazy. It's a lot. This yeah, is a passing league. I want to make is you got C.J. Stroud coming out this year. you got, you got some talent. 
Um, and I know it's not the, this not this, not this coming draft, but the following draft is when the real quarterback is going to come out. Because I'm a USC alum, and see, and you know, obviously, obviously, we have a ton of quarterbacks coming out in that draft. But it just let's do what we can. Just get him out. He needs to go. The crying, that was it. Mm. You can you imagine? Can you imagine the snake crying? At a press conference, come on! <laughs> I was anyway, I was just impressed. Enough, guys. I was just impressed his eyeliner didn't run. Sure, that, guys, it's not <laughs> actual eyeliner. <laughs> yes, it is. You're acting like he wears a cane mask when he's not out like playing the game. Okay, first off, he doesn't. That's. <laughs> Let's do this when we get back because you know what conversation I do really like is the how the Raiders surrendered home field advantage to be in Las Vegas. Yeah, because I do think that's a real conversation. Mm-hmm. We'll come back to Puyi after that. Two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Oh, yeah. Mm. Get it. You know what time it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for two men on. I thought I was about to go into Mariah Carey's <laughs> oh, All yeah. I Want for Christmas. God, please no. Hey, hold up. Hey, it's right around the corner. Did no, we just create no, the new not. meme? We just created the new meme sensation. We take things and then introduce Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas into the end of the thing. We could really, we could do this one properly. <laughs> well, you got to explain that. I'm All right, here to, it what, is. What you... Let me just give you an example. Okay. Right? So, say, like, what is like a, okay, what's like a cool meme right now? Okay, all right, like, here's a GIF. Alvarez hitting that three-run home run the other day, right? Right. So as soon as he hits it, the audio goes to the bells. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And then it's Mariah Carey. And yeah. you're like, it's like a Rick roll, mm-hmm. but it's a um, all I want for uh, Christmas is you roll. Instead of Whitney Houston's I Will Always Love You at the epic moment, it's yes. Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas is You. Yeah. I'm not, I don't dislike it. That's a good idea. Yeah, it's a very good idea. This idea, and also we haven't introduced this publicly. I'll workshop this on air right now with you boys. I propose to both of you today individually, and I'm bringing it to you together. Okay. That we, for the holiday season, run a bit to where we pick Hallmark Christmas movies. We then all individually watch said Hallmark Christmas movies, and then we give our review of the Hallmark Christmas movie on Fridays. I thought this was a very smart bit. Mm-hmm. Like, I can I can already give you the review right now. <laughs> Would you like for me to do it? You've not seen whatever no, the movie is. I've seen all of them. No. No, there's 35 new ones every day. Yes. I've se- and they're all the exact same. No, none of them are about the Jewish holiday. Big City, okay. All of the Christian ones are the same. Robert, no Kwanzaa ones. Big City there, Lawyer. Uh, there's like three of them. <laughs> Only new ones, 2022. You can't count the Black Panther as a Kwanzaa movie. Yeah, stop, dude. It doesn't count. No, it doesn't. <laughs> Big city lawyer, mm-hmm. stressed out about her job, right. no, no time to find a man, uh-huh. goes home reluctantly to see her family. First of all, you're already just, doing terrible. Just because dad's sick. So what? Otherwise, she would not have gone home for the holidays. But who's the first person... She sees at the local Piggly Wiggly. High school sweetheart. Mm-hmm. High school sweetheart, yeah. ex-quarterback. Uh-huh. Yeah, Steve or whatever. That's not a very... And then she judges Steve he because needs... he still lives in his hometown. He needs to have a and biblical he has, name. And he has a ripped flannel. And he's like, oh my God, look what he's done with his what life. What do you mean ripped? And she's in like her little Jackie O 
lawyer's outfit, and she looks down on him. Is it Christmas or a beautiful summer day in this analogy? She was from the South. It's very nice okay. weather. Yeah. Van, so, you've, you've had a lot of women make you watch movies. Yes, right? that's how I know all of these. <laughs> also, you're, you're absolutely missing the very beginning of the movie. The very yeah. beginning of the movie is not she doesn't have time for a man. It's that she has a man, but he doesn't appreciate her work ethic and drive for her professional success. Therefore, she's ostracized herself from him. And then she goes and throws herself into the arms of an old-time comfortable relationship back in her hometown, basically ruining her relationship and their big city life. And she's a harlot. She's not actually this saint that you're describing. This all, that's, see, you're describing the second act. Hold on. Friend of the show, Ishtar, just said something we all forgot. What's up? He's a single parent, too. Yes. That's that's the big factor. That's correct. That's a huge factor. The hometown. But it's not his biological child. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's it's an adopted child. No, or the mother passed away. Yeah, because the mother passed away. In a train accident. And he used to be a big brother. (laughs) And this was who he would volunteer for. It's a it's a boy. What town is this van? What's the name of the town? Uh, the South. <laughs> <laughs> and look, and she finally has her redemption arc because uh, you know her fancy Mercedes that she just got because she's a hotshot lawyer gets a flat tire, blows a head gasket, blows a head gasket, yeah. pulls over on the side of the road, uh-huh. and here comes Jonah on a John Deere. On his John Deere, picks her up, takes her for a wild ride. They go on a. a uh, a hayride. Proverbial. And then they go, yes, at, at first. <laughs> and then they go on a hayride and yeah. they end up at the, the city's big bonfire Here's some puns for the this, high school football game. Here are some puns he says when Ray first pulls up. He goes, hey, you. It's a hay reference, Robert. It's, I, I, it's a hay it's a hay. Yeah. Yes, a bale of hay yeah. is what he was referencing there. Yeah, I heard him. He didn't catch that. And she goes, what? And he goes, hayride? That's not funny. Do you know how much this is going to cost to repair Jonah? And then she can never figure out why this. (laughs) I love the voice. She can never figure out why the South doesn't have any cell phone service anywhere, except there's infrastructure all around them everywhere you look. Mm -hmm. And he's like, yeah, we just, we passed the city ordinance so we wouldn't have them cell phone towers because of the 5G. (laughs) And by the way, this is T-Mobile country. (laughs) (laughs) And then, of course, she remembers who she really was this whole time at the bonfire Mm -hmm. because all of her high school friends are like, it's so great to see you. What have you been up to? And Mm -hmm. they start telling stories about their old lives. And she rekindles the flame of her old town. And that flame also coincides with rekindling the flame of Jonah. And then they go, of course, after the bonfire. Steve or Jonah? It's Jonah. Yeah. So... They go sit at the 50-yard line of the old high school football Where field. she was the cheerleader and he was the, the star quarterback, that of course. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Van, why are you not working at Lifetime? <laughs> also, so these movies... they've always, made 30 of this movie already. So there's always subplots to these movies, oh, right? Oh, naturally. And the one you're leaving out is whenever her big city boyfriend then follows mm, her to yeah, the south. Yeah. And he shows up and he finds her and he in an isolated but group setting dance at a local barn mm-hmm. celebrating a something something harvest yeah. and he walks in and for some reason all the townies laugh in his face sure. because he followed her across the country because he truly loved her the entire time and she abandoned him and the life that she claimed was so very important just so that she could set herself back 10 years <laughs> and it's actually a horror movie from his perspective 
Janice, I didn't know that you could two-step. That's what he says when he walks in. Well, you were. And you ne- have dirt all over your stilettos, Janice. <laughs> you were never. Who are to, you? You were never willing to take the next step, and then they. <laughs> you never asked me to go dance. Y'all know I changed. The, y'all know I changed the channel about an hour ago. So you're not in, on this, <laughs> not in on this Hallmark movie. We haven't mentioned one brother this whole not, time, not, by the way. Not one. No, he's uh, he's not in this. Not side. one. He's, that's a different. Well, movie. I mean, so that's that's where uh, Janice, you know in the proverbial brother reference, gets her groove back because (laughs) the wise old janitor who used to fill her with amazing advice in high school and told her to go to college, Mm -hmm. she also completely forgot how big of an impact she had Mm -hmm. on her life. And she sees Mm -hmm. the old janitor again. And this time, he's just on his front porch rocking because he retired a long time ago. That's Morgan Freeman. He's Yes, exactly. Uh (laughs) From the live texter, she takes it. On herself to head the fundraising committee to save the local community center, magically becoming a better person. That's strong work. But she can only do it with the skills she learned at law school. Uh Now it's all full circle. (laughs) Janice, you forgot who you are. Yeah. And she finally shows, what was his name, Jebediah? She finally shows, (laughs) sure, she finally shows Jebediah that he should just take the seat as city mayor, as so many people Mm. have been pressuring him to. Trying this whole time. Yeah. I don't hate it. You know how hard it is to be the head football coach and the mayor? He doesn't have time for that. And the assistant manager. But he has a passion for his community. He's also the assistant manager at the local hardware store, you think. But as it turns out, he just volunteers because he likes the old man that works there. Mm -hmm. And you're like, why are there so many levels? Why are you so scrumptious? (laughs) Sports, whenever we get back, two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Annual. So do the three of us have to wash Paul's car? Was I confused on the rules? No, that was a one-way bet. Yeah, yeah. It was a one-way bet. Because of his foolish uh, verbiage. He should have verbiaged it better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Paul, take that. Nice. How about a shirt? I mean, shirt was <laughs> probably fair enough. <laughs> hey, also, like, if you guys want to like go threesies on like, on like a pass to Mr. Car Wash or something, I mean, I would be in on that one time. Like we do our Netflix? I need you to shut up about that, dude. <laughs> Wait, y'all need to put me in on this Netflix thing. We're in a buying group. If you want in, you, you have to bring something. What are you bringing to the table? Yeah. Well, I have a Mr. Car Wash. <gasps> okay, that's yeah. good. You're in. I have Well, one. the sticker is not. You got BET Plus? It's not transcribable. <laughs> is there BET Plus? No, don't get BET Plus because all it, all it plays is Soul Plane and uh, that one movie with. Uh, LL Cool J being in the Navy, so no, you don't want that. I have no idea what you're talking exactly. about. Exactly. I think my TV blocks Deep BET. Blue Sea. That one. <laughs> Why do you know that? I was I was guessing. That's that's it. That's the one where Samuel L. Jackson gets eaten by a shark. Oh, like he, two seconds into the movie. Yeah. And he's tired of all these sharks in this ocean. I remember that <laughs> uh-huh. one. <laughs> Same movie. <laughs> so Paul calls earlier and he's like, told you so. First of all, thank you. I do like those kind of return calls. Love it. <laughs> Secondly... He's like, my Raiders got no home field advantage. I'm going to tell you what, Paul. You had never been more correct by anything in your life. Al Davis sold that out. He don't care if Raiders fans shows up to games. By the way, he dead. His son don't care if Raider fans shows up to games. I'm telling you who's at Raiders games. People in Raiders gear that do not care about the Raiders because it's Las Vegas. They travel all around the country. It's only corporate and business sponsorships in there. You don't have Raiders Nation at Raiders games. There's like 30 of them. Tops. Yeah. Do they even have a black hole anymore? 
like when they had in Alameda County? I don't think so. They don't. No, you can't. No, man. No. That's, that's they, horrible. They show, like, the same 30 Raiders fans on TV every yep. week. Yeah. They it's do. probably just stock footage. <laughs> yeah, like, Laugh Track is, mm-hmm. like, from, like, yeah. from like I Love Lucy episodes in the 50s, and they still use it. I don't think you're wrong. Team's going there. By the way. Zero uh, worried. Put some respect on my name. I called this. Called what? Immediately. Oh, my God. When they moved to Vegas. It's like they're not going to have a home field advantage anymore. The visiting team is going to have more people there because they're going to fly to friggin' Vegas every weekend the whole to support their team. If, well, you know, they really don't talk about this. The only stadium they talk about like this is SoFi. SoFi is the only stadium that catches this flag. Allegiant, no, th- Allegiant nobody really talks this about. This is way worse. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's way worse. It l- is. Let's say you're like um, – What's the team they would play? The Jets. Let's say you're a New York Jets fan. That sucks for you. But let's say you live in like a Phoenix or a Florida because you've like done moved in your life. Are you going to go all the way back to cold A New York to watch your team? Or you can take that short little puddle jumper over to Las Vegas. Vegas, baby. Every time. Yeah. None of this thing matters to them. The money's there. Hey, but here's the thing. I just saw New York's giving $830 million to Buffalo. Did you hear that number? Like you can get a stadium anywhere. The city or the animal? Both. Okay. It was actually the state. <laughs> but it's crazy to me. They don't care if they have home anything advantage at all. And those players living there, where are they? Are they living in houses in Henderson? Are they living in no. hotels right next to the venue? They are living in the palms at the top of it. Oh, it's like that? Have to. Because that's not even home. That's no. Vegas life. Exactly. Have you guys ever been to Vegas? One day in Vegas is one year in regular life. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. Yes. Yes, it is. And that's why I know they don't live in Henderson because it seems like a whole different country. Henderson's a whole different country. Yep. Because that's where people who like. That never go to the strip. Yeah. <laughs> well, they go there to work or whatever. Yeah. yeah. They're like the bones of Vegas. And they'll, sure. they'll party on like a Wednesday, but that's it. Yeah. An industry night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Come fix your sprinklers and get the hell out of town. Hey, that's the. The three of us want to get rich, for real, like actual rich. We all quit radio. Mm-hmm. We all move to Las Vegas, and we start maintaining pools. Sure. There's so much money out there mm. for that stuff. What do we got to do? Hang out in the sun a couple days a week? Laugh a lot? It's the same as this show, just with less listeners. I'm sold. <laughs> <laughs> Is Allegiant connected to the whole Vegas underground? I can't find it. It's too far away, right? Ask Puig. He would know. Oh, not that kind of underground. Ooh. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I think that's off to its it's off to itself. Yeah, it's it's too far away from the strip to be connected. Like you're saying that, but that's not super right. Because once you're there, you're there with all of it. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I get like I get that you're not walking distance. You know what you are, Marshawn Lynch driving real fast distance. Ouch. And how did the Raiders? After last season, it's like with all that drama they went through, they get into the playoffs, and this year they upgrade their roster. They have an easier schedule, and they are hot garbage. Do they need that crazy Vegas drama in their life? Do they need obstacles to overcome to be a competent football team? It's, I do not understand. It's well, two city blocks from the Luxor, so it's not far from anything. Oh, that's not bad at all. It'll probably be connected eventually. Sorry, you were saying, Robert? I was going to say, think about it, though. Don't you think home field advantage across the NFL is kind of gone? Unless you're 
one of those mm. die-hard cities like Pittsburgh or if you think about it. I think the class of the NFL always has a home field advantage. Buffalo. You got Buffalo, you got Seattle, you got Kansas City. Cincinnati, like those. I'm t- like it, it, except for Seattle, it gets less and less as you go west across the country. Well, yeah. It, I know we're talking a little bit negatively about the fans and attendance, but home field advantage is also everything that's around it. It's like your own bed. It's like your home. It's those things. And these guys in Vegas don't have that there. Like they're literally living at Mandalay Bay. Literally they sure. are. I mean, we've talked Raiders two days in a row, but Ugh. text from yesterday, very uh, pertinent. Last year, the Raiders were 7-2 and two in one-score games. This year, they're 0-6. Mm. That's a pretty big reason. That, that has to speak to coaching. Sure. Or distractions. Like last year, although COVID was over, it wasn't over. Now COVID is over. It's not over. But COVID is over. Like, I get out of practice at what time every day? What's the real time I get out of practice? Five o'clock? I got, I, what, I, a trainer, lifting, study, practice, five o'clock? I'm in Vegas. Yeah. I'm not going home and watching The Bachelorette. Say, the day no. is just starting, baby. The yeah. Pinball Hall of Fame <laughs> is right here. I missed that attraction last time I was there. I'll probably miss it next time, too. It's right next to the it's it's right next to the Welcome to Fabulous Vegas sign. You can't miss it. Oh. Mm-hmm. I've been to Vegas kind of a lot. Here's yeah. the thing. If the three of us decide to turn these microphones off right now, catch a spirit flight to Vegas for thirty dollars. Can't take anything though. Don't need it. We're don't going to it. Vegas. We'll clothes on your back. Yep. And the trip we're about to be on. We go shopping when the plane lands, there bro. There you go. I've never been on this trip before because it's a brand new trip every time you go. True. Every time. There's no home, no home advantage in Vegas. No. I just don't understand why the league doesn't talk about it. That's all the talk about so far. When the Rams and the Chargers play, oh, everyone else is there but their home fans. Same thing in Vegas. They just don't. Talk, they don't talk about it. I mean, it's a known thing in Phoenix for sure. Yeah, I agree. There's like 12 mm-hmm. Arizona Cardinals fans. Yeah. Like when, real diehard Arizona Cardinals fans. And they're all from St. Louis because that's where they came from. <laughs> they fly out. You're right because I went to that Thursday night game when they played the Saints. It was more Saints fans there than Cardinal fans. I, I caught a Cardinals-Cowboys game one time, and it was three quarters or more. Cowboys. Cowboys. They took over the stadium. It was a home field advantage for the visitor. So I used to live in a crappy NFL city. You would get outfanned every time. When St. Louis had a team, there were no fans, obviously, of St. Louis. Until they bandwagoned it when they got good? No, no, this is after that, when they got bad again. Uh. No, because they had fans before they got good. So 95 until, like, 2010. You were cool. You had, like, five, you had like 15 years there of actual fans. Mm-hmm. Pay me closer to 2008. But then after that, you like if the Bears are in town, done. Chiefs, done. Colts, yeah. done. Green Bay, done. Minnesota, done. Like you, just not get, there's not no fans. Raiders will never win again. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wants to call us. Oh. Even if they get like a single win, did they really win? Like, no. Well, they already lost the season. They lose it everything. Your quarterback sucks. 
That coach sucks. You took the best wide receiver in the league and you made him suck. Their tight end is horrible. Dang, he's horrible. Yeah, what happened to him? Nothing. He what was never happened? good. They just built that dude up. And I'm like, where has he been good on the field instead of people saying he's potentially good? You know what? Another guy Hard Knocks fooled me about. They're so good at it. They always do that with the so tight end. So good at it. Always. Yep. I thought the kid in Cleveland was going to be good. In, in Duke way? He's actually all right. <laughs> is that not correct? In Duke. Yeah. Hey, Close enough. Hey. Cures? You haven't watched Wakanda forever. He was dope in that movie. He's in it? <laughs> in Dooku. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, don't do this to me because you don't have a yes. hard time telling. <laughs> <laughs> you want that bad? This, that'd be sweet if you look up David and Joku's football reference and it's like Capital City, Wakanda. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Baker, pass me the ball. <laughs> Baker's not even there anymore. I know. <laughs> hey, when we get back from the break, can you guys pony up $8? I need to make a Twitter account. It's two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. All right, Rob, how long do we have? Looking now. Hold on. Let me see. All right, take your time. Six-ish. Like five. Six-ish. We got five minutes. Five minutes. Today's I-9 Varsity is the I-9 Varsity of Childhood Commercials. League Office 280 at I-9Sports.com. 505-312-4999. I-9 Sports currently taking registration for Soccer League. That's the Indoor Winter League. You can go sign up right now. All right. You want me to go first? You, you want to go? Rob, you go first. Me? Infomercial, or what did I say? Commercials from the 90s. Commercials from the 90s? Ooh. Oh. Tyrese on the bus singing about Coke. Mm. Coca-Cola. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> good one. I don't know that one, but maybe we were Band on different knows. channels. Oh, oh, I know. Oh, I know. Jeez. I remember that one. This guy. Man. Yeah, I want my MTV. I forgot. You're in middle America. All right, I'll go second. Give me Miss Cleo. So a, re- oh. a reading with Miss Cleo. Ah, you beat me. <laughs> www.mindandspirit.com was the absolute go-to childhood commercial for me. Uh, I never called Miss Cleo, but I always thought she should have a different uh, profession with her skill set. Fam. Call me now. Call me. <laughs> this one's a classic. Yeah. I couldn't decide whether I'm going first or last with this one, mm-hmm. but I'm leading off with this one. Yeah. I've fallen. And I can't get up. That's a good one. <laughs> the Life Alert commercial. Uh, good branding. Br- just burned into my brain forever. I love that answer. Mm. Robert. I got one. Bart <laughs> Simpson's Butterfinger. Okay, very good. Yes. You know Everyone where, knows that. You know where I will never lay one finger? Where at? On your Butterfinger. There there you butter you go. Yeah. This one was better watched alone. Um... The Thighmaster infomercial uh, okay. <laughs> was absolutely crucial to a lot of my childhood development. I would say that uh, Suzanne Somers, S-O-M-E-R-S, um, not just a pivotal part of my childhood television viewing, but my um, infomercial viewing as well. Strong. Thank mm. you. Good answer. Whenever you're ready, Van. Van. I didn't have a lot of tummy aches. As a young man, sure. But if I ever had one, I would know. Plop plop, fizz fizz. Oh, what a relief it is! Would cure everything that ailed me. Good answer, Alka Seltzer. Mm-hmm. 
If you say the word plop, that is immediately what's following it in my head. It's the only forever. The only acceptable time for it to be used is a verb. Correct. All right. All right. I have. I'm gonna go super old school just because mm-hmm. it was an old man. Wilford Brimley mm-hmm. Quaker Oatmeal commercial. Oh, that's gonna go diabetes commercials. Nah, nah. Mm-hmm. The Quaker Oatmeal. That was first. That was the OG version for sure. Good one. I am by no means. I played poker with Wilford Brimley once, and in Rio Oso, and he's a very patient and a tight player. Folded a lot. He was very nice, kind man. He was exactly what you'd expect <laughs> him to be. He is the epitome of Wilford Brimley esque Brimleyness. As a child, I was never told that I wasn't up to speed with everyone else academically. As a child. I was never told I had any deficiencies Mm -hmm. from an instructor or an institute that would be able to identify that. Mm -hmm. I, for some reason, thought I needed to be hooked on phonics. Mm. And that's because... (laughs) Look where you are now. 1-800-A-B-C-D-E-F-G. Yes. Wait, hold on. A-B-C-D-E-F-G. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I know what it is. (laughs) (laughs) I remember the infomercial. I got one, and I'm surprised Fred didn't say this one. Is okay. it Marvin's Magic Drawing Board? Because that's Need next. Need a little <laughs> excitement? Snap into a Slim Jim. That's very good. Ooh. Macho Man Randy Savage. Now, you did it with the wrong voice. Yeah, Would you I like know. to do I, it again? No, I don't have a good, <laughs> I don't have a good Macho Man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I do, but it's not. It's super loud. I mean, no one's listening. It's really loud. <laughs> Just It's real loud. Clean your head back. Step back a little bit. Yeah, let's do it. Take a step back. Need a little excitement? <laughs> no, it's not. I told you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, see, that oh, was okay. good. There you go. That was strong. Now, now Miss you go. Elizabeth. <laughs> the cream rises to the top. You got to do your fingers. <laughs> I did. It did, it did over here. Yeah. <laughs> did he do his fingers? Yeah. It was on the stream. Look at he's milking a cow over here. <laughs> From the live chat, where's the beef? Yes. That's a very good strong. one. Yes. The Wendy's strong. commercial. Yep. That's good work. Vane, you got a final one? <sighs> I obviously have a lot more, so you feel Not bad. a fan. I hated it so much. Mm-hmm. But the chilies, I want my baby back. Oh. Yeah, it's very good. It you was, didn't like that? No, I hated it so much because it gets stuck in my head for hours, if not days. I want my baby back, baby, baby back, baby back, baby back. Baby back. <laughs> hey, tonight's going to suck. We have all these taglines stuck in our head all night. Yes. I'm going to have to listen to something. I thought about stealing my parents' credit card to order a Kids Bop CD. <laughs> like, we all go through it, dude. <laughs> Neither are you going to bring up Girls Gone Wild? you just going to let me sit out here on my own? Like oh, I thought one. you were doing that one. You've got mail. What's up? Mm-hmm. That's an actual commercial. Yes. My theme was infomercials. Noticed. Set it! And forget it. <laughs> Final words, boys? Oh, my goodness. Too much for the time allotted, my friend. But anything we didn't cover, make sure you check out tomorrow morning on the opening drive with Jeff, JJ, and A. Marie. Lady Lobo basketball after this. Robert? Hey, we will see you out at Howie's Thursday. I'm skipping ahead, putting it in their head early. Nice. They're playing New Mexico State University. That's kind of a fun thing. It's a a rivalry. I'm into that thing. Mm -hmm. Good job, everyone. GG. See you tomorrow, Burke.